January 4th, I stepped down from my role as Vice President of Marketing at Moore & Giles, um, and I became Vice President of nothing. <laughs> and everything all at the same time. So that's been our path. Almost 20 years ago, our paths crossed in the sneaker world. And since then, we've been on a professional and personal journey together. We've made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of fun, and even a few wins along the way. Our goal is to share our experiences and insights so you don't have to make some of the same errors that we did. And in addition, we want to help you begin to think about things a little different. So join us as we unpack our unsolicited and sometimes polarizing views on business, faith, and family with questions that make you want to unfollow. AP, we are back. It is Unfollow Season 2. Um, I think we're going to call the theme of this season, I Quit. <laughs> I think that would be an appropriate uh, theme for a lot of different reasons in a lot of different areas. And so this Season 2 is going to be very different from Season 1 because I think we both find ourselves in different seasons. So it's going to be a time of growth, time of sharing, but a time of transparency as well. So yeah. it's on, man. It's on. Well, they say that guys during the pandemic um, started podcasts as a form of therapy. Uh, do you feel like that ours was a form of therapy? Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, it was self-love and self-help. It was therapy. A lot of people got plants uh, and pets and podcasts. We did all three because we got a pet that we no longer have. We have plants that are still alive. We have a podcast that is about to get in season two. So I, I think it was a fruitful pandemic despite some of the challenges. How about the coffees? Well, the plants in the podcast, like you said, are still alive, but the, the pet is no more. You want to touch on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So uh, it's funny. I've got so many people asking me, what happened to Knox? Knox was our Labradoodle. We um, were lucky enough to have uh, last year, last actually June, and uh, about two months in, we realized we aren't really dog people. <laughs> so it's one of those things where it's like, you kind of want to figure it out that out before you get a dog right uh it probably is a lesson for some things we're going to talk about like hey there's some decisions you make that you should probably think about the implications of the decision before you fall in love with the idea of you know being a pet owner do you actually like pets and so yeah he is in a better place on an eight acre farm in texas by a lovely family and we are petless and everything is back in order <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think, the, again, the big theme for this season is going to be our standard topics, right? Faith, family, and work, which has obviously been so important to us. But yeah, in keeping with the theme of I quit, I mean, let's just put it out there. You and I both have walked away from our full-time W-2s um, as of 2021. Yeah, it's a – if you had – yeah, I mean, who would have predicted that we'd both be in a state of, you know, not tied to a, a corporate job in any real sense? And I think, you know, uh, you actually took the plunge before me. So I think you should give the update first because you have been further along on this journey. Right. Like how how to come about quickly and kind of what are you doing next? What are you doing now? Yeah. So we were wrapping up the first season of this podcast um, about the time that I made the decision. And it was October um, I was on a Zoom call and I was teaching 25 people how to sell kind of our latest leather product. And I looked through the door of the office and I saw Emmanuel crawling or like attempting to crawl, um, drag himself across the floor. You know how kids kind of do that army crawl yeah. thing. 
And Easton had just come home early from school because during COVID last year, they had school, but they got home early every day. And at the same time, Joe was still trying to homeschool Ella. So we homeschooled Ella last year. And I caught a glimpse of Joe kind of in my peripheral vision, and she just looked exhausted. And as most of you guys know, last year, um, she wrapped up her cancer treatments. Um, she is now cancer-free, um, and we're just amazing, amazingly grateful. Yeah. You know, like God has been really good to our family. Um, and I know that's not the outcome that everybody gets, but, man, we're super grateful for that. And so, but she's still just exhausted, right? Like after all her body's been through. And I just thought, man, they need me. They, they need me more than these 25 people need me teaching them how to sell something. And so it was an easy decision. So I got us through the last shows of the year. Um, I got us through kind of the last catalogs of the year. And then I walked into Sackett, our CEO's office, and just said, hey, man, I love you, um, but I, I've got a responsibility at home that I've got to take care of right now. And I think for me, it's been an amazing eight years, um, but I want to leave well. So like help me over the next, you know, 30, 45 days to exit really well. And what's crazy is, is that you and I had just talked about this, right? Like in season yeah. one on how to exit well. And so I felt like, man, I was primed. I, you know, like I had, um, I obviously have a, a deep and abiding relationship with Sackett, our CEO, and we have a pretty special relationship. But at the same time, like I felt like, man, I had your wisdom. We talked about Dr. Henry Cloud and necessary endings. Um, and so it was just one of those things where it's like, okay, I need to make that decision. So January 4th, I stepped down from my role as vice president of marketing at Moore Giles, um, and I became vice president of nothing. <laughs> and everything <laughs> and everything all at the same time so that's been our path um and i'll kind of fill you in as we go but that was for me what about you yeah a very similar set of occurrences and sequencing but not as elegant as as, as yours you know for so for me um i left uh i guess corporate i guess full-time as of july 18th um so it's pretty fresh for me as we record this podcast i'm I guess technically one month out of corporate, but uh, the the journey was kind of a, a, a rugged road. So, you know, I spent over seven and a half years uh, at Patron, you know, reaching the level of global vice president of marketing. And But I knew, I knew even before a year ago. So th this has been over a year of planning and thinking and praying that it, it was probably my getting up on, you know, the, the ninth inning of my time. At Patron for a number of reasons. One was that the industry and the brand were doing so well and we had record setting growth that, you know, I, I want to get out the way for other team members to to really drive and grow the brand. Um, and, and I'd really, you know, had some outside passions, writing, speaking, publishing, recording content, uh, things in the community, things about faith and diversity and all these things that I've been very passionate and vocal about. Those are always a side hustle. And so I knew I wanted to orchestrate some uh, event that allowed me to focus on the part-time work and make it and make it full-time i didn't know how that would come about and so you know i, I think i actually so i actually you know to long story short i left patron and took a, a cmo role somewhere else so i i knew my time with patron was up i resigned it was one of the hardest things i've ever done career-wise leaving a job you love i mean these are people this is a brand this is a community and you've been to mexico so you've seen our process yeah you know Patron is a heart company. And so yeah, I would use the word tough. family. Like you yeah. guys really yeah. operate like a family, especially down there. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, it was hard to leave a job like that, but I was lucky and fortunate to have the memories and to take people with me um, along the way. But, you know, I think, so I ended up taking another role because it, to me, it felt like the right thing to do, not to pursue my passions or my interests or what I feel to be a part of my calling. It felt smarter and safer and wiser to take on another marketing role that allowed me to help build the team. So for 30 days, I was CMO of a, of a health tech brand. Um, I had started with the company. Uh, I had, you know, taken on a team. They were about to update the website and do the press release to announce my new CMO role. I'd signed, you know, a multi-million dollar employment agreement. So everything was like awesome. My kids celebrated with me. Um, and about week three, week three and four, I knew I had made the wrong decision. And it wasn't out of, I wasn't in over my head. I was just in under my heart. My heart wasn't in any of it. I didn't have the passion to, to do the marketing thing again. And it wasn't about that brand or the industry or the company. I don't want to do it for anybody. So I've gotten outreach from so many people. And so I, I realized that I took the job because I wasn't brave, en brave enough to do what I, I felt passionate about, wh which was go out, you know, I say on my own, but I'm not on my own. But to really just pursue this time, to just be a blank sheet of paper and kind of help write in and scribble in and scratch and and create and be creative like I've done for many years in my life, but I was done it in the context of the corporate environment. So as of today, I, I'm, you know, for a month now, we and my family, we are, I don't know, whatever you're gonna call me, I'm, I'm, I'm focused on being, not doing, right? So I'm being a better dad, being a writer, uh, being a mentor, being a friend, um, and doing, you know, whatever, whatever, you know, comes to mind. So it's a very kind of whatever, whenever type, type season. And so I'm, I've, I've been enjoying it though. It, it feels like a gift. It feels like I won the lottery and I had the ticket in my pocket for a couple of years and I didn't ever cash it in. So now I'm cashing that bad boy in. <laughs> well, uh, we're going to check in on your boy here in a couple months and see how we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, and I think as I'm just a few months ahead of you, like we'll be working some of this out real time, right? So we'll be working some yeah. of this out like um, emotions, feelings, like progress. And I think too, like you and I, because we've been doing marketing for now 20 years, right? You specifically yeah. on the strategic and brand building side, more me more on like the creative and art side of it. Yeah, yeah. I think it's always going to be part of who we are. And I think even in this process of you creating content for Unfollow, right? Like this is honestly like a marketing exercise that we're doing right now. Yeah. So I think what's going to be really cool as we go throughout this season to see what changes happen. Um, I would love to engage people who really do have marketing questions. So if you got marketing questions throughout this season, please email us, DM us. Um, it's not going to be what we're practicing every day, but we've got a lot of time on sticks. So we can probably jump in and give you some free advice. It's worth nothing. So you get what you pay for. Um, but I think also... Um, AP and I can work some things out real time for you. So if you got a question in marketing, shoot it to us. We'll try to answer it live here. And maybe it'll be beneficial to you or your company or your business. Um, yeah, man. Like, it's going to be a good season. So what have you got planned for us? I know part of this is you putting together content for what will be the Unfollow book coming up, which is really cool. Woo! Yeah, right? this is happening. Yeah, no, I think yeah, part of this sabbatical, right? Whether it's a pause or a pivot. In, in my professional life uh, and this time with, to hang out with my dear friend Daryl is to to put together some ideas, right? And I think part of it is not only work, uh, it's family, it's faith, uh, but it's also thinking about the intersection of all those things. It's life. 
And I think for for so long, right, I think we separated those things. And so, you know, I think we're learning in real time, right, that, you know, you can just because you quit doesn't mean you lost. Actually, quitting opens up freedom uh, and it opened up an opportunity, you know, and I don't think this time is an accident. Like me and Daryl, we've been working. I mean, you've I've been working since I was probably 11, 12, like in landscaping, Parker janitorial service. You've probably been working for 30 plus years on the farm. So it's like we know how to work. We know how to get it done. We have the ethic. I think God has orchestrated this opportunity for us to really kind of share and listen and learn. So only brand and marketing and you know, I've been fortunate enough to take on an advisory role with the brand. So I'll be definitely looking to share and help and mentor marketing leaders, but also zoom out and think about business, think about culture, think about your faith and like how do all those things come to life? And I think because we're both, uh, I guess, call it free agents, right? We're not necessarily tied to a corporate paycheck or a W-2. We, we can speak at a little more liberty um, to, to, to be a little more vulnerable, but also a little more direct in kind of what we think about the, the state of business as well. So I, I'm excited for, for this season that, that we get to kind of play off one another. Yeah, and I think in this season, the hope is, is that you specifically find your voice, right? Because I think yeah. in the past, and we all experience this, when we work for a company or a brand, like we're always thinking in leadership, like the things that I do and say are a reflection of this group. And I think this last year probably was the most tense you've ever had in the sense of like, there were so many uh, frontline race issues that needed conversation. And you had in moments to step up and have those conversations, not only for Patron and the brand you, you represented in Bacardi, but also other people, like other people were inviting you in, right? It's like, well, hey, you're a black guy that works. Yeah. Like, come talk to us about, <laughs> you know, racism in the workplace, right? Yeah. And so I think you still had that kind of in the back of your head, like, hey, like, no matter what I say or do, I'm still represent, representative of Bacardi, right? And so t- today, you're representative of your faith, you're representative of the Parker family, right? Yeah. And that's going to feel very different, I think. And so my hope is, is that your voice, not that it wasn't real in the past, but like, man, you say some things that makes us all really uncomfortable. Not that we weren't uncomfortable before, but like <laughs> we get even more uncomfortable, you know? Um, yeah, that's good. So that's what I'm looking forward to the most, I think. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, you know, it's a, it's a really good opportunity. You know, what my... Um one of my passions, right, is kind of just being transformational. And oftentimes that's been the confines of, you know, leading teams or projects or, or campaigns. But I realized, you know, what I, in my pursuit of, you know, chasing the new things, or I'm Enneagram 7 for anybody that's an Enneagram person. But today, you know, I was thinking about the word contentment, right? And the word contentment obviously means, you know, it, it means, it, the origins mean like held together and closed. Like there's this idea of wholeness when you're content. But also contentment means um, that your the debt is obsolete, that something's been paid, right? And so you can go like, you know, talk, in faith, you could say like contentment is really knowing that there isn't a debt I have to pay, right? And so for so long, I've been working to pay a debt. I've been working to be dutiful and achieve and promoted and like get the next rung on the ladder. And that contentment for me has totally morphed into like, I don't really need any more um, there's things I want to be satisfied, but I don't need anymore. So this time to speak to an audience out of my total like contentment, where I'm not trying to prove myself to be smart. I don't need to prove myself to get a paycheck. I'm not proving myself to be revered. 
Um, I'm not doing it for accolades. I'm really just sharing to be a part of a community, but also to be helpful and to learn myself. And so it it, it, it gives me an opportunity to kind of be a little more authentic in my voice, but also to uh, probably, you know, purify some motives there or like, you know, I, I just, you know, so that, that's what I'm most like to speak from a place of contentment is, is power. That's freedom. And so that, that's what I'm really looking forward to sharing. So we're excited to bring the Unfollow podcast to you in your homes and in your videos this season to just talk you through a few things about us, our journeys, but also the things we got wrong. And that's a lot of that. Right, Daryl? Yeah, we met 20 years ago in the sneaker world, um, corporate America, bottom of the totem pole, um, and you and I learned through our failures a lot. So that's what Unfollow is all about, right? It's not empirical, but it's experiential and man i look forward to sharing more with you guys in season two hey guys this is dc and this was the unfollow podcast we hope you like what you heard today and if you didn't that's okay there's a hundred thousand other podcasts you can choose to subscribe to but if you like this one do us a favor and subscribe or share it with a friend 